Hey y'all, welcome back to another episode. So this is the last episode of season four, y'all. So y'all know every year I decide to take some time off for myself, you know, just so that I can get rebooted for the next season. You know, we all need that time period to recharge so that we can come back a little bit better, a little bit stronger for the next go round. And that is what I am doing. So this is the last se- I'm sorry, this is the last episode of season four. Okay, and we will resume this after Lent. So Lent starts March 2nd and it goes until April 14th. So it's March 2nd to April 14th. So if y'all don't know what y'all giving up, I'm going to let y'all know. Y'all should start thinking about that right now. Okay, don't wait until next week. Don't wait until the week after. Start thinking about it right now. What will you give up in this season? You know, it has to come as a sacrifice to you. Don't just give it up because it's something easy that you can give up. No, give up something that has really been distracting you from Christ. What has been getting in the way of your focus? What has been blinding you from seeing what you need to see? Whatever it is, choose this season, Lent season, to give it up and see how much better you do without it. All right, y'all. So let's get into today's episode. So it's crazy. All right, so, you know, when you've been struggling, you just be asking God, like, Lord, why me? So that happened to me last week. So I just feel as though ever since I was, let me probably like 11, 10 years old, I just feel like my family has always had this financial struggle. Like, we would just struggle financially. And I was asking God last week, like, God, like, what's going on? Like, are you hearing me? Like, <laughs> I need some money. I need, I'm trying to help out, you know, my my family, like <laughs> I was getting a little irritated with God. I'm not even going to hold you, but he sat me down. He really did. And he taught me to be still. And that's what I did in that moment. I was just thinking about the dynamic of my family and how we just lean on each other when it comes to that time to lean on each other. Like when somebody needs help, they would call or they would get in our family group chat and they would just, you know, holler at somebody like, yo, I need help. Can you spot me? And whoever can help helps out at the time. But we just lean on each other. And In that demonstration of us leaning on each other, you see trust. And I was just feeling like God was telling me, like I know he was telling me, trust me, the way that you are leaning on your family members is the same way you need to lean on Jesus. You need to trust that it's already taken care of. So God had got me together real quick. I was like, okay, God, I get you. I hear you. It's already done. So everything that I was worrying about, literally, like, (laughs) I kid you not, two days after me and God had this conversation, God showed up again, and let's just say he handled some things. You know, he moved some things around in order for it to work for my my lifestyle at the moment. And I just want to give God thanks in this moment. I just want to say thank you, God, for just always looking out and always providing and always just being on time. You are on time, God, always. And I don't know who that was for. It could have just been for me. But if it was for you, you need to just let go, okay? Let go of your expectations and just trust that God has already taken care of it. The same way that you lean on your friends, the same way that you lean on your business, the same way that you lean on your loved ones, it's the same way you need to lean on God, okay? You need to trust in him. And I'm not just saying to say that you trust him with your mouth, but you don't mean it in your heart, You really just got to trust them. Now, I know it can be difficult to trust something that you cannot see, but that is what faith is all about. 
you know, I'm a living testimony. So I, <laughs> I trust God because God has saved me time and time again. So I have plenty of experience and I have plenty of examples of God just working a way out for me of God's hand just being in the midst of my life through troubled waters, through the fire. God was there. So I trust God, but I do get it that it is hard to trust in something that you cannot see, but that is why you go to God to strengthen your faith. Wherever you are weak, God will make up the difference. And I got to speak on this part because often we speak about, you know, trusting God, but we don't speak on those who don't trust God. Those who do not fully trust God take matters into their own hands and end up doing more damage to their lives than it would have been if they were to just let it be you know if they would have just left it to God God is the all in all so for you to not trust the creator it only leaves a window open for you to trust in the lies of the world because you are blind to receiving what God has for you because you're you don't put yourself in front of him. You're not sitting at his feet. You're not taking in his word. And because you don't trust him, you trust yourself more. You start to become prideful. And pride is a very, very destructive thing. So in other words, a lack of trust is a lack of faith. And if you don't have faith, then you do not have the connection. And we all want to be closer to God. But in order for you to get closer to him, you got to have faith. So there are five steps I want to share with you guys on how you can trust God, not just in hard times, but even during the good times. The first way is to actively cast your cares onto him. Anytime you have a thought that is worrisome, an anxious thought, you need to cast it onto him. And when you're casting that care onto God, I want you to picture yourself like you have this weight on your shoulder and you're just tossing it over to God. And now God is bearing that same weight just so that you can stand up straight. That is what God is doing. God is carrying the weight of the world on his shoulders. God is carrying your sins. God is carrying your burdens. You're not doing this alone. You're able, you're still here because God is still working in you. You're still alive because God saw something in you that could still be used to fulfill his will. Okay, so the first thing is to cast your cares onto God. The second thing is to plug into the word of God daily. Okay, don't just do it on Sundays. I need you to tap into the word of God on a daily basis. Wake up in the morning, read a scripture. Do it before you go to bed at night. But you really need to meditate on it. Don't just read it and then put it away. Read it, study it, annotate it, break it down to whatever you need to do so that you can get that word inside of your spirit so that you can understand it better. And if you don't understand the scripture at first, Spend some time on it. That's why you need to, you know, pause and be still. Because when you spend that time on his word, God will speak to you. All you have to do is ask him. Hey, God, what does this mean? Hey, God, what are you trying to tell me in this word and this scripture? Okay, let's move on to step three, which is to walk in obedience with the Lord. Yes, it is easier said than done. Nobody is perfect. We all sin. Okay, we all sin, but there is no excuse for us to sin. I hear all the time, you know, Jesus died for my sins, so I'm covered. I'm covered by the blood. Okay, the blood does not give you an excuse to continue to sin. Okay, that's just pushing you farther and farther away from Christ. We need to make sure we're getting more of him so that we can be less of the world. 
All right. So make sure that you are walking in obedience with God. And if you find yourself falling short, make sure you turn against your wicked ways and repent. Repent. Ask God for forgiveness. God does not hold grudges. God is a forgiving God. Step four is to find security and confidence in the Lord. See, when I'm reading Psalms, I get confidence from reading that because I see how David struggled, but I also see how he rejoices in the Lord because of what he has done for him. And I get that reassurance that God is going to do it for me too. He did it for my ancestors. He's going to do it for me too. And so that helps me to have that confidence to keep pushing. That helps me have that confidence that I'm qualified, that I can do this, that can't nobody get in my way, can't nobody stop what God has for my life. And I want you to get there too. So find security and confidence in God by getting in his word. Because when you read his word, you read the things that he did for, you know, your ancestors, you read the things he did for his people, and you get that reassurance that if he did it once, he can do it again. And like I said, I'm a living testimony, okay? My mother is a living testimony. I am more than confident that God will make a way because my mother is still alive. My mother has heart disease. And some years ago, doctor said she had a 50-50 chance of living. Well, that lady is still pushing, okay? It's going on 11 years since she has been fighting heart disease and God is still making a way for her. So if he can do it for my mama, he can definitely do it for you too. All right, so that was step four. Finding security and confidence in the Lord. And step five is to wait on the Lord so that he can renew you. And when I say wait on the Lord, you guys hear me talk about this a lot, but I don't mean to physically wait. When we're sitting in a waiting room, we're, you know, we're waiting to be called back. But God has already called us. He has, he already chosen us. So we aren't waiting on him per se God is just building up that faith in us. God isn't telling us to sit here and do nothing. Okay, he isn't telling us to do nothing. When we wait, we wait in faith. We don't wait in doubt. We wait in joy because we know that God is about to do something good. And I know you're probably saying, well, you want me to wait on somebody that I'm learning to trust? Yes, because in in the midst of waiting on that person, You're going to gain that trust if you wait in joy, if you wait in faith. Because a heart that is truly after God is a heart that waits patiently on him. And if you can wait patiently on the Lord in faith without doubt, then you are on the right track to trusting him. Look, trust isn't an easy thing, but God continues to be faithful to us even when we are faithless. Let's look at Isaiah chapter 43 verses 22 through twenty. It says, Yet you have not called on me, O Jacob, but you have grown weary of me, O Israel. You have not brought me your sheep or goats for your burnt offerings, nor honored me with your sacrifices. I have not burdened you with offerings, nor wearied you with incense. You have not bought me sweet cane with money, nor have you filled me with the fat of your sacrifices. But you have burdened me with your sins. You have wearied me with your wickedness. So I wanted to add that scripture in because that just shows how faithful God is. He doesn't burden us. He doesn't force us to do anything. God gives us a choice. He continues to do amazing things for us, but we continue to give him the cold shoulder. We continue to do things outside of what he commanded us to do. Why is that? And I may be stepping on some toes here, but basically what it looks like, (laughs) what I know what it's like, 
is that we out here sinning more than we're doing good. But it's crazy because humans are the ones that have trust issues. How is it that we out here burdening God with our sins, but he's still faithful to us and we have the trust issues? <laughs> like what? God ain't do nothing wrong to us. He saved us time and time again, but we have issues trusting him. Why is that? When it's people who you see physically that don't deserve your trust currently. But you can't trust something that you cannot see, but you're trusted in something that you can see that is doing more damage. Hmm, that's some food for thought for people. So let that sink in. This wraps up the episode. This wraps up season four. It was amazing, y'all. Like this season, we definitely stepped on toes, but we also got some development within ourselves. And I just want to take this time to say thank you, thank you, thank you to all of my listeners, to everybody who's been supporting me. You guys are amazing. Thank you again. I cannot do it without you. As I told you guys before, I'll be taking a break just to reboot, recharge. And in that time, you can drop some questions, comments in the review section, or you can also just send me some DMs of questions and topics that you would like for me to talk about in season five. Um, on my Instagram at BNB Podcast two underscores. That is my inspirational blog. So you can drop your comments there as well, or you can just drop them in the review section below. So thank you again, guys, for tuning in with me. Thank you for the support. Make sure you use this time to tune into some old episodes that you may have missed. Also hit the plus sign in the corner of the screen to subscribe to the podcast so that you can be ready and locked in for season five. And also follow my inspirational blog. Again, it's at BNB Podcast two underscores. Thanks again, guys. Love you all. And I will talk to you in season five.